In 2017, Apple launched the Apple Watch Series 3, and in 2021, Apple decided it would continue selling the Series 3 through 2022 for $199. Here's why you shouldn't buy the 6-year-old Series 3 brand new, what Apple should have done instead, and my Apple Watch recommendations. My first set of gripes come down to problems facing developers, of which I'm not. But from what I hear, there are some things about the Series 3 that can make life so much harder to support. For starters, the Series 3 is sold in a 38mm and 42mm screen variants. Meanwhile, the rest of the lineup has moved to the larger 40mm and 44mm screens. This means developers have to support and optimize their apps for four different small screen sizes. Then, you have the older S3 processor, which isn't slow by any means and it works great for what me, most people use the Series 3 for. However, the older processor is built off a of technology that the rest of the Apple Watch lineup has moved on from. Developing for the Apple Watch alone is difficult, and removing consistency isn't doing any favors. That's not to say that the Apple Watch Series 3 is a bad watch. Hey, if you're looking for a simple smartwatch without all the bells and whistles and the fancy health trackers, it sounds like a great option. That is until you run into all the user-facing issues. The biggest of these is the 8 gigs of internal storage. In 2017, 8 gigs may have been enough. Today, that's nothing. Of that 8 gigs, Almost 5 is taken by watchOS alone. Then, if you try to install the latest update watchOS 8, which weighs about 1 gig, you're now at 6 gigs, but typically, you can't even install the updates because other things have taken that space, like other installed apps or files. And there's really no way to delete all that extra data. As crazy as it seems, Apple says if you don't have enough space to update your Series 3, you will need to back up your watch to your iPhone wipe it to factory settings, install the update, and restore from a backup. That whole process can take about two to three hours. Now, imagine Apple releases a watchOS update about once a month or so. That's a long time to spend updating a watch. It's so much of a hassle that I don't even bother unless the update brings a feature that I want to play with, which doesn't happen that much. Most of the new features in watchOS require sensors that come with the higher-end Apple Watches, so at this point, the Series 3 is really only getting security updates and app redesigns. Then, as updates come along, you will be left with a crippling amount of storage to the point you can only use the built-in apps. Maybe by that point, third-party apps won't matter because even the developers will have moved on, making Apple the only person still supporting the ancient watch. However, it appears that worrying about the storage capacity may not be as big of an issue thanks to some optimizations Apple has added with iOS 15 and watchOS 8. For starters, I was able to download and install watchOS 8 without having to restore the watch unless Apple hit that in the update process. Also, the watch app is more transparent on how the limited amount of space is being used. There's now a storage bar that details how much space each category is taking. It even includes the total size of watchOS. 
However, watchOS is still missing from the list below. Then, each app has a submenu detailing how much storage they are using. Other than that, it appears watchOS did some optimizing to find about 4 gigs of storage, which is probably enough to do what you need to do. Now, if you got the cellular option while the Series 3 was still top of the line, you're in good shape with 16 gigs of internal storage. This would become the standard storage capacity with the Series 4. And starting with the Series 5, 32 gigs became the new standard. At this point, 199 seems expensive for a soon-to-be 6-year-old Apple Watch. Over the past 6 years, they've only lowered the price by $130. So personally, I don't think Apple should continue manufacturing them new without at least lowering the cost. Ideally, I think Apple should have replaced the Series 3 with the Series 4, even if they had to cut corners to get it to that $199 starting price point. I also want to say, if you currently have a Series 3, I don't think you should upgrade. If you're happy with its performance, the included sensors, and it's working for you, that's great. I still think the Series 3 is a great watch. That being said, if you are in the market for a new Apple Watch, check out the refurbished store. Sometimes you may find deals where you can save 70 bucks. If you want something new, you can check out the SE, which comes in at $279. It may be more expensive, but it's newer and therefore should be supported longer and have more modern health features. Alternatively, you can take a look at the Series 6 for $499 or the Series 7 when it's released later this year. To sum everything up, don't buy the Series 3 new from Apple. Instead, get a refurbished watch from Apple or buy an SE Series 6 or Series 7. Lastly, there is no need to go out and buy a brand new Apple Watch unless you're desperate for the new health features. Otherwise, you're not missing out on much. Thanks for watching! If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and let me know in the comments below if you have an Apple Watch, especially a Series 3. I'm curious to see how other people use their Apple Watches. Maybe I'll make a video on that in the future. Anyways, check out the links in the description. Thanks again for watching, and I will catch you in the next one.